guys and welcome to another episode of Tea Talks with Kuro, where you get to listen to some pretty good book reviews while also learning more about one of the most famous beverages in the world, tea. I'm your host, ex and today we're diving into a really cool sci-fi mystery that I thought was quite refreshing, refreshing even uh, if only because I never read a book where the protagonist is a sarcastic robot who ends up caring about humans more than he thought he could or wants to. And that's all I'm spoiling for now. Let's get our tea of the day. So, fun fact, before we begin, green tea, black tea and white tea, they all come from the same plant. They're just processed differently to get um, these different names. White tea, for instance, is made from buds and leaves of the Camilla sinensis that haven't completely bloomed when they're covered in white hairs, hence their name. Now, on to the health benefits of white tea. It is full of antioxidants, one of which is catechins, which is a type of polyphenol which aids in protecting the body from free radicals. This in turn reduces chronic inflammation. Catechins are also instrumental in fighting off osteoporosis, a condition in which the bones become porous and hollow. White tea can also reduce the risk of heart disease, as well as help with weight loss. So, very beneficial. I personally don't think I've ever tried white tea. I can't quite remember. But, who knows, maybe I'll give it a go once I uh, find a good flavor or something. Or a good brand. I don't know. But, yeah. So, on to our book. Today, it is All Systems Read by Martha Wells. Superb world building. It was a really great fantasy book. Uh, if you really get a sense of that uh, futuristic field and I personally don't think I've ever read um, a book where the protagonist is uh, a murder bot basically uh, so kind of like an android but specifically designed for guarding and killing mostly so I this is my first time with that uh, it was really very cool a uh, murderbot, as he calls himself, actually was able to override his um control unit in his head that kind of makes him not have any free will. So I believe they call it the governor box. And he overrode that system on his own and he's just been chilling, cruising through life. He has uh, actually uh, become enamored with with human media. So he uh, spends most of his free time when he's not on duty or even when he is on duty. He multitasks by um, checking through feeds and whatnot and doing his job and then just enjoying all these different human media and going through all these videos and stuff and learning more about humans in general. And he generally thinks that they're just pathetic, weak creatures, lack of better words. And it's really funny um, and ironic because he ends up, uh, he ends up being very uh, kind of protective over them, for lack of better words, and exhibiting those same human emotions that he thinks makes him weak. So it's really very cool. I really, really enjoy this book. So the uh, book starts off with uh, this sec unit, this motorbot. He is um, on a job with these humans. He ends up saving one of the doctors because the planet that they were um, exploring to see if it could uh, be of use to humans 
at this point humans have expanded all across the galaxy they've colonized numerous planets and whatnot and some of them are augmented so they have uh, chips in their brain and whatnot they're able to directly access uh, data links they can uh, commun- communicate through some channels kind of like a cell phone but uh, not with the actual cell phone they can establish private channels all that fun futuristic stuff so some people are non-augmented humans they're fully natural some are augmented uh, at this time most humans have some kind of modification whether it be uh, physical or technological then you have uh, then you have life forms like the sexbot where who are essentially clones combined with tech and they're made for specific purposes and the company that sec unit works for doesn't consider them as they consider them as objects to be owned they don't or to have guardianship over that's the flurry way they put it they don't consider them to be their own independent life forms they just think of them as tools to be used and one of the people here mensa ends up uh recognize she ends up trying to establish some kind of relationship with sec unit and trying to make him uh be reckon trying to make him recognize himself as a independent life form for lack of better words and she and the rest of her team they actually end up looking at the sec unit as basically another life form instead of just uh, this big blood tasty robot guard because usually these units um on duty they are in full uniform with a helmet to obscure their face so most people think of them as fully robotic forms and they tend to forget that a lot of organic cloning material is used in the manufacture of these robots and they also don't know that uh this uh unit overrode its governor module and usually at that point where it would have been alerted the company would have been alerted that the unit was a part of about the uh, old governor module and they try to uh shut him down and then replace the governor module and then the free will that secunit has would be gone and because this doctor that secunit saved uh experience almost died the the team was trying to figure out why that was so because the planet had the go ahead from people that it was safe to be there and colonize and what not and they ended up in this part they didn't know what was going on or what not and they end up uncovering this whole plot where this um different company called Graces actually has uh ulterior motives they actually tried to kill them and there was another group on that same uh planet doing similar research on a different area and the sec units from the same company that were there with them the governor modules and them were actually um overridden by their company and they set out kill orders so it was actually pure coincidence that the sec unit for Mansell's team overrode his own governor unit and that was the only reason that they uh survived and throughout it all some of the members um on the team actually grew to recognize there were a couple of members were very hostile towards the idea of treating this killer this murder bot as um a person for lack of better words but they grew they grew to the idea especially when the sec unit repeatedly puts itself in danger and in harm's way to ensure that um the group survives all of them 
and they really build, they bond together and whatnot. And it's uncovered that whereas in his company, the Murabot isn't seen as a person, Mensa is actually a senator for a different company called Preservation. And Preservation actually recognizes that machines also need some sort of rights and on preservation the uh, murderbot would actually be recognized to some degree as an independent entity and not something to be owned uh that's where the guardianship comes in uh eventually i believe he gains guardianship under mensa but that's like later down in like six books i start i didn't start the series in order i started at like the six books i think the sixth book and then I went to this book. I believe there's a prequel, so it's point five, then one through six, I think. But I do plan to read all of them. So far it's a really interesting series. If you like sci-fi, this is the book for you. The world building is quite nice. It's very um it's very good. It's very good. Plot development is nice as well. I enjoyed it. Um and the characters are really quirky and cool and they're they're really cool. It's also really, really humorous to see how this Murabot, who before had the bare minimum interaction required of his job with humans, how he's just into having to understand social calls and the fact that he can't split out all the sarcastic, rude things that he'd like to say. And you just see his sense of superiority and you can't even be angry at him because he knows he's better because he is better, honestly. You also get to see how um, the team and Murderbot try to they try to reconcile all the stereotypes that they formerly held with what they're seeing now because they don't view the they didn't they didn't view him as um, a robot before he actually helped them and before they saw him without his helmet and whatnot because the pro- when a company issues these uh sack units for lease or for hire. They do so and they, the uh, people who hire these units, they have very specific uh, instructions to follow. So if uh, the unit is damaged to a certain degree, then the governor module usually has uh, pre-instructions pre-inputted that you should, and the, even if the unit doesn't want, recognizes that it, that it doesn't want to be decommissioned, it still um, will automatically say, you know, you should abandon this unit or whatnot. So they're treated as machines, even though they have a lot of organic matter in them. And clearly, as with sec unit, you see that they're capable of independent uh, thought if the governor mon- module is overridden. So Mensa and her team, they just think that it's a bit barbaric and a bit outdated that they, the sec units are used like they are in... um his company then Gracious actually is still at large uh, they attempted to kill Mensa and her team but they ended up striking a deal again with sec unit at the front they plan and they ambush um the, the units that were trying to get them then they uh, try to work out and negotiate a way for all of them to leave and they actually do succeed because Mensa is a senator for preservation, her disappearance would cause more questions than Gracious would like. However, um, I believe this book ends where the sec unit is quite confused 
about all the things he's feeling, the anxiety he felt when he first interacted with the group, when they started looking at him with pity and started looking at him with uh, things beyond disregard or fear because he's a sec unit. He also grew very uncomfortable with some of the questions, uh, some of which included if he didn't hate humans for manufacturing him. And then he replied that the thing about uh, his kind, the thing about sec units is that they're not dumb enough to hate humanity for what they did. And I think that was really impactful that, um, you know, he, he saw that humans were always looking to blame one another. And he recognized that his existence may not have been the best but he also recognized that it made no sense to try to place the blame on someone and get angry over something that couldn't be changed so I think that really um you know humanized him and that was again ironic because he's a robot well he and yes he's made up of uh, organic matter but at the, at the end of the day he's classified as a robot so really really good sci-fi uh, book here I am definitely going to read the rest when I get a chance. My TBR is miles long at this point, but definitely a good read. Uh, I think that uh, not only was the plot very intricate and the characters well-developed, but I also just really enjoyed the book. Sci-fi was the first genre that, that I absolutely fell in love with. It was sci-fi and horror at the get-go. Fantasy came on later down. Mythology came on later down. I loved sci-fi movies and this book just reawakened that for me. So I believe I covered anything. Again, highly recommend this book. The I have the only thing that may have come close to something with a robot as a main character is possibly the cyborg series that I've read. Again, it was really good. Very futuristic. I'll do a podcast on it. Uh, so yeah, that concludes today's episode. You can find this episode along with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the Arcast platform. If you like this episode and feel so obliged, give me a follow at Talks with Kudo. And if you have books you'd like reviewed or that you'd like to review with me, DM me on Instagram at Talks with Kudo or email at the same handle. Until next time!